How we doing out there? Albert, I got you here today. We're doing a uh, special word today. I, I want to call this segment a special word from whoever's on the show about whatever they want to talk about. You know, we'll, we'll update the title as we go, but... Uh, I like that. Special this, word. Special word. You like that? Yeah. Okay, that works for me, man. I apologize ahead of time. I'm not on my normal mics that I am with Renee, so the sound quality might be a little bit less, but hey, I'm, I'm mobile right now. We have to we get, get on the road and get the word out there. And once again, I also want to apologize for the dog in the background. My neighbor, uh, I don't know, they're out there playing with their dog or something like that. Just It's always the perfect timing, right? Yeah, always. <laughs> it's all good. So I have Elbert Bartlett with me. Um, again, again, I uh, as you guys know, if you listen to my show, he's one of my mentors from my church. Thanks, so. man. He's here in my house today. We're hey. going live, and we're going to just uh, have a special word from him. So oh. go ahead, Elbert. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's good to be back in the presence of a good friend here. Uh, I was talking to you a little bit about what came on my heart after listening to your guys' segment you and Renee had. And it was a day after, and I was just, you know, taking a shower, and all of a sudden, I just feel like I had a word in my heart. And it was about transformation. So I, I, I kind of been spinning my wheels. Uh, the Holy Spirit's just kind of been working in me. And then I heard a song that was crazy uh, that just kind of blew me away today. And it just kind of went with what the transformation. So what song was that? It's by House Fires. Uh, it's called Open Spaces by uh, featuring Kirby Capel. Okay, cool. Yeah, first, song I heard, first time I heard it was today. And so what's it about? Well, the lyrics on it is really, really good. Uh, it just spoke to my heart. And, I, and it's, like I, it's the one song I've been listening to all day today. And yeah. like the chorus of it is... Um, is amazing and it says uh, my heart is an open space and for you to come and have your way and then it says i'm open i am open and it's just basically saying god have your way in me so it's like it's like complete surrender it's humbling yourself yes. it's like god i'm yours yes absolutely and that's kind of what he requires of us right absolutely and and it's kind of like it brought me back to when i was uh when i first got saved because it's when that that moment when you are vulnerable yeah. and you know and you just you know especially as a as a well as a, anybody you know, a man or a woman you're coming from something you know, whether you're running from something or uh, maybe you just can't figure out life and things are just hard and you just don't know why, what's going on. You know, you spin your wheels and you're always in the same spot. You can't seem to advance. And the one thing that we are lacking is, is his peace. Ooh, yeah, that's true, man. I've, I've been there. I've been there. I'm still there. You know, yeah. I'm always searching. I always pray for peace. That's one of the things I always pray for, especially in this world. And it's different, right? Yeah, Absolutely. A piece that, that the world can't bring, you know, nothing, nothing else this world can bring, only he can bring. You know? Right. So, yeah. When you received the Lord in your heart, did that peace that surpassed all understanding that all of a sudden did it just kind of like come over you and you just felt a weight lift? You know, honestly, it, it was, um, it's more of a, it was more of a transformation and I don't feel like I'm still there. I still, I'm, I'm still being transformed. Gotcha. But I know I can feel his presence when I actually submit myself fully and, and go to him with my problems instead of going to other avenues with my problems that I had before, he does give me that peace because it's almost like I'm under his protection. I'm under his wings. He's got angels over me, you know, yes. and it, it's, a, it's a different peace than me just running and scrambling and trying to figure out my own way. Yeah. You know? How about you? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was, uh, I had a, a little bit different experience. Um, I was, you know, uh, in, in that episode that I was uh, on with you and Renee. Yeah. False idols. Yeah. False idols. I kind of shared a little bit about how I came to, how I came to the Lord. Right. Um, and it was because of a, a hard circumstance, a situation that came up, my sister passing. 
she was only 20, I was 22, and I just knew uh, when I looked at her, you could just, the life that was once in her was no longer there. And that just transforms, that just says something, that does something inside you, like there's got to be more, you know? And it was like, I remember just being on my bed, and I'm just, I'm, I'm crying. I miss my sister, and it hurts that somebody just got ripped away, and I don't know what's next. And it made me do examine my own life. And I believe the God, that God kind of just spoke to me in that moment. And he says, I have more for you. And it was like I accepted that, that invitation. And it was like at that moment, I just felt like a cleansing, purity, just a weight just lifted. In that moment? Yeah. just I just felt that weight just lifted in that moment. And it was, I, I just felt peace yeah. in the midst of a storm. You know, and um, it gave me, he gave me strength. It was, it was supernatural. It's not something that you can will up on your own. You could try, but it's not. I think like, it almost feels like you're saying that you almost were like completely emptied out. Yes. And then God just like restored you. Like you poured out everything that you thought that you had, the whatever strength that you thought you had on your own. Yes. And then he refilled you with his strength and like he built you back up. It's almost like for someone of the world who per se hits rock bottom. You know, and then mm-hmm. gets okay. I'm at, I'm at my lowest point. I can only go up from this point. You know what I mean? But spiritually, you know, with Christ, is emptying out yourself so that He can restore you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I, I love that. Actually, that's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And so, like this song, <clears throat> "Open Spaces," just kind of reminded me of that. And it was just a, it's kind of like a heart cry. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, God, again. Sometimes we get so busy with our lives, and sometimes we just, you know, we we fill it up yeah. with a lot of stuff, right? And we kind of like lose what we're trying to do or lose our way. Sometimes we got to find our way back. And it's in those humble moments when you say, you know what, God, I need to surrender again to you. And here I am. Yeah. Arms wide open. My heart is open to you. Fill it up. And so the rest of that song says, do whatever you want to do. Say whatever you want to say. Move however you want to move and change whatever you want to change. And it's just that total surrender, you know? And so... So, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, that last, that last part, change what you want to change really just kind of like hit me. Like you have to ask God for change and really you have to want change. I think a lot of us want uh, answers to certain things, but we want to keep certain things certain ways. Yeah. But you have to say, God, I want you to change me, whatever that looks like. You know, I want to grow and it may be painful and you can't be scared of that because you might need to eliminate some things that need to be eliminated. Right. Now we have... You know, what does that mean that when you take them, when you make that step, when you are actually walking in a, in a place now, well, Hey God, I, I accepted you. What does that change look like? You know, in our lives, you know, we both come differently right, and right. we both just said we had different experiences when we got, when we said the words. So can you speak on anything where the Holy Spirit has touched you or put a fire inside you, a passion that you didn't have before? Well, me, I think. It's almost like I'm going to be led in stages so far, it seems. God wanted me to see what obedience looked like mm-hmm. and what that what that felt like and the results and, and rewards of being obedient to his word. Um, so last year, I just really everything that hit me through the Bible was obedience, obedience, obedience. And I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And God showed me a lot um, through that and showed me, hey, when you when you obey me, I got your back. You know what I mean? And I want to let everyone know. It's not about what you think is obedience. It's about what God says. Mm -hmm. And for you to know how to be obedient, you have to know what he requires. 
which means you have to read your Bible. Yeah. You know what I mean? This year I'm going to be um, diving in on faith and I'm asking the Lord to trans- continue that transformation and sh- really show me what faith is and, mm-hmm. and how the, how much power we have in that. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. How about you? Yeah. Um, same thing. It's like when you, when you receive the Lord in your life, the Holy Spirit, you know, he says, I, I, I will give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes and all of a sudden just kind of like invades your life. And it's yeah. like things are starting to change. He doesn't flip you upside down right away. Sometimes he does. I, but I definitely, you know, in my case, I could speak for myself is he came in. He like rushed me with peace. Oh, wow. And I knew I was loved and I knew that there was something important that I needed to do in this life, that yeah. my life meant something, that there, it wasn't meant for nothing, right. that there was a there was a passion inside me. It was just like, I, I need to do something with my life. There's only so much time and I got to do it. You know, and I see my sister who passed away 20 and I'm like, that could happen to me any minute. You know, so what do I got? I got to get about the Lord's business. I got to figure out what it is he has for me. Yeah. And what that is. I'm not afraid. I want to know what it is. I would be more afraid of his wrath than not knowing what it is uh, that I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? I, I want to know what steps do you want me to take, Lord? Where, where do you want me to go? And, and so that kind of led me through my path. And now I'm, I'm filled uh, with that passion okay. again. And, and I, and I just, I, I, I hurt for people. I want to see people come to the Lord and have that relationship with them. You know, and I, and I believe that's what God would want. So his Holy Spirit is just kind of moving in me like that right now. Just yeah. like being, you know, an opportunity. You see somebody that you can, you can implant the word on them and give plant and plant that seed and then let the Holy Spirit move in that way and see whatever way he comes. Uh, and I, I'm glad that you said plant that seed because the scripture that I highlighted the other day was, you know, Paul was talking about, I'll plant the seed, Apollos will water, water the seed, but okay. God's the one that makes it grow. Yeah. So I love that because that's what we do. We plant seeds. We're not saving anyone. We don't have the power to save anyone. Right. You know what I mean? But we, we can plant seeds and just give people hope and give them an answer and, and tell them, tell them about what God's done for us. And then yeah. that's a that's seed planting right there. Yeah, absolutely. We are definitely the bumper rails, you know, and, and we're, we're put in place so that we could help them get on track with the Lord, whoever mm-hmm. it may be. So, you know, we have, we have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of scriptures that I wanted to share. Go ahead. Go for it, man. One of the ones that to my heart was in Isaiah, it's Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen, and I'm reading out of ERV and it says, I will teach them a new word, peace. I will give peace to those who are near and to those who are far away. I will heal them. The Lord himself said this. So it's like God's telling us, I'm, I have a new word for you and it's peace, but it's something that you have to tap into to get it which is in me through my son, Jesus Christ. And it just, it just it resonated with me today when I read that. And I was like, this is really good. So I kept going, I kept going. And um, the next scripture was in Second uh, Timothy 3.15. You have known the Holy Scriptures since you were a child. These scriptures are able to make you wise. And the wisdom leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's that then tells me that in order for me to be wise, I need to read the scriptures. If I want to grow in my walk, if I want to grow in the Lord, if I want to, if I want to do anything with this life, I need to read the scriptures. Absolutely. You know, so that I can uh, work out my salvation, as Paul calls it, you know, with fear and trembling. The gift is free. Jesus, Jesus came. God, he's, he gave us his son. He does. He did the work for us. 
And then it's his grace that when we were stuck in our sin, our, our selfish ways, God decided to start woo us, wooing us to, right. to him. Right. And then he shows us his son, Jesus. And then it says that, you know, that he's there at your door of your heart, knocking like a perfect gentleman, waiting for you to open and to invite him in. And then again, open spaces. Yeah. He comes in and he wants to show you something new, something you haven't learned before, something you haven't experienced. And so there's those moments, I believe, in life that you are faced in, uh, faced with, and you're going to have to make a decision. And yes. one of them is this decision in your life, mm-hmm. whether someone wants to believe in a higher power or a different religion to their God or whatnot. But God, the one we serve, Curtis, we, we serve the one true God and we serve him because his son, Jesus, is the only one that has ever raised from the grave. He's the only one that was prophesied about that would raise from the grave. And he did so. And then he shared and he stayed with the people for a while, over yeah. 500 people seeing him and visiting with him before he ascended into heaven. Right. So we already know that one, the prophecies about Jesus came true. And now for us, you know, we're faced with that as years have gone by, 2000 years go by people that are walking the world today. They have no idea who Jesus is. They may have heard the name today, but they don't know who he is. Uh, and it's interesting. I, I ran into two individuals, one today particularly, uh, didn't know who Jesus was. They said they believed in God, but they didn't know who Jesus was. Wow. And that they prayed, which was, I thought was ironic. Yeah. I said, who do you pray to? God. And they, I go, do you know which God you're praying to? And I had to tell him the story about God and his son, Jesus, and what he did for him. Yeah. And I said, just think about that today when you're walking. And, uh, and when I see you the next time, let me know what God's done in your life. If there's anything he stirred in your heart. Yeah, there you go. That's planting a seed right there. Yeah. I think, and, and I think too, man, I mean, <clears throat> it's not anyone's fault. It's just that they weren't taught just like we weren't taught. I mean, it doesn't come, we're not born with it in our, you know, in our heads. I mean, there's, there's a, there's definitely uh something deep in our hearts, but we have to develop it mm-hmm. like a muscle almost. Yep. And that's why it's important to, you know, attend a, a church worship service and, and just to read your Bible and do, do those, uh, those necessary things to get deeper. Yeah. But definitely I don't see nothing wrong with having that faith that there is something out there and something is protecting you. You might not know what it is, but you know, that's up to you at that point to seek out. Well, what is it exactly? Let me pinpoint exactly. this. Let me, who do I give the credit to? Exactly. I know there's something there. I can feel it. Right. But who is it? What is it? And then that's when you, and then that's, I believe that's when God goes, I'm here. Here I am. Right. You know what I mean? Type of thing. So sure. And you know, people might say, well, how do you know your God's right? You know, how do you know it's true? Right. Right. Why not this one? Why not? You know, what would you say to that? Uh, for me, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's interesting, man. I know there's, I'm not really versed in apologetics and I know, you know, um, people talk about, well, you know, the Holy Bible's correct because, you know, there was four accounts of the gospels, you know, four different people wrote about the same story and we have witnesses of Jesus walking the earth and whatnot. I honestly, I, I know it's going to sound kind of cocky and selfish, but I feel like I'm chosen. I feel like you're chosen. I feel like when, when you read the Bible, I mean, God, you know, he had the Israel, Israel, he chose his people. Um, and then in the new Testament with the new covenant, you know, he opened it up for everyone else. So I just feel like, and then it's almost like he spread the word out there and it's up to you to accept it. Right. I heard it and my heart accepted it. 
mm-hmm. my mind accepted it. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, we can talk about God all day long, but mm-hmm. people are kind of like, eh, like you said, guys like, oh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But with the ones that accept it, that's a winning ticket right there. Right. So that's just me. What about you? Yeah. Well, you know, there's people out there who say, I'm a good person, right? All the oh, day long. Yeah. I went to catechism or I did this. I've grown up in church. Yeah. I did Very everything. I, I do all the our fathers, and which is good to say they are father. There's nothing wrong in going to church and all that. But, you know, when you go to church and then, you know, Monday through Saturday, you live, you live like a heathen. You live like nothing's been changed. Like no one will know that you went to church. Right. Um, there hasn't been that transformation yet, you know. And so it's like, how do we do that? How do we get there? And, you know, I mean, you might be listening out there today and you might be thinking, well, how do I how do I know if I'm saved? You know what? How do I know what you what you guys are saying is is true or maybe it is true. And, and but I don't understand it, you know, and. I believe that there is a moment that we all face that decision, that decision to live for Christ or not. And to know without a shadow of a doubt whether or not if you were to pass away right now, would you be able to say with confidence, I'm, I know I'm going to be okay because right. I know God has written my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know, and some people might say, well, what's that? I don't, I don't know. No one's ever told me. Well, friend, I just want you guys to know that whatever might you might be going through Whatever situation, if you're wondering, if you're just listening and you never heard of God before in your life, there is a God out there that loves you. And he has a son and his name's Jesus Christ. And he made a way for us to get back to God. And, and it's the reason why this story is so beautiful. The Bible is one of the books, uh, that is, um, the Bible is one of the books, uh, that we, that we read and that we see that it's the bestseller book in the world. Yes. Uh, every year. It's, it's one that doesn't contradict itself. It's, it's not one that changes because people see an error in it. It stands alone. God's word stands alone and it, it is, it is everything to us. As we read the scriptures, we accept that as the truth and the words of God. It's inspired. It's been inspired by the Holy Spirit. And as we read it, he also uh, helps us to understand what we're reading and things start to happen. That transformation starts to happen. But it's only at first if you come, you know, at the humble heart coming to God and say, hey, my, I, I need you. I need to get back to square one again. My heart needs to be open. I need to find that peace. I need to find, I need to know who that God is again. And he's always willing to accept us back. You know, there's nothing that we could do that can separate us from his love. But we choose daily what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we might say yes on Sunday, but then live like heathens on Saturday, Monday, you know, Monday through Saturday. There hasn't been a transformation yet, but maybe a small one to the point where we need to start looking at the scriptures where we need to find uh, truth and what God says, how I want you to, um, how I want you to be. You know, it's funny. I Interesting enough, like looking at the scriptures and like I said, I'm searching f- about faith. You're saved by your faith. You're saved. Your faith saves you. Cause I mean, none of your works, it's God's grace. Yes. But it's your faith and knowing that he's real. Yes. You know, and, and having that faith, that's how you know that your name's going to be in that book. You got to have that faith. Yes. And God says, taste and see. So for you that feel like, ah, I don't really know if this is real. I don't want to make this kind of sacrifice. Give him a shot. Taste and see. The Bible says that and you'll know. And once, and once you taste and once you see, now you got to act. Yeah. Because he gave you, he gave you a little bit. Now you got to act on it. Yeah, exactly. If you get somebody that, that gives you something, look at it and, and examine it. See if it's good. And I promise that when you actually dive into the word of God 
and you start to pray to, to Jesus, uh, next thing will happen is he will start to impart his peace, his perfect peace, the peace that only comes from him. And no matter what tribulations or, or troubles you might go through in life, which you will as a Christian, there's nothing, you're not going to be all of a sudden, uh, oblivious to any of it. You will go through tough times. And in those tough times, we're told that we need to rejoice. And someone might say, well, that's crazy. Why would you rejoice in a tough time? You're going through a trial or tribulation and we're told to rejoice and count it all joy. And it's credited to us uh, that we endure and, you know, we hold fast to the, to the name of Jesus and our faith that is going to grow because as we are going through those tough times, we endure and it builds our endurance. It builds our faith and it changes. And so the next time you go through something, it's not as tough. What the world will tell you is whatever uh, doesn't break you makes you stronger. I believe that's from the Bible. I mean, that's not exactly from the Bible, but I think whoever created that, that saying, that phrase got it from the Bible. Cause that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That's what God is telling you. Like, and the, the thing about it is with that worldly statement, it's almost saying something can break you, but what God is saying, nothing will break you because I've always got your back. So don't be afraid of these trials and tribulations that you might face as a Christian. Cause he's always got your back and he will never leave or forsake you. He yeah. will never fail you. He is undefeated. Undefeated champion. Yeah. He sure is. Well, you know, for those of you guys who are out there, maybe you've been back and forth with, with God. Maybe you're looking at it and you're like, Hey, I've tried this thing. It, it's good for you guys. I'm, but I'm cool where I'm at. You still have to make that choice because that choice is going to determine what you do the next moment, the next day and what you do for eternity. Everything we do is a choice. Whether we don't do it at all, that's a choice. We have to live with the things that we choose. And I want to challenge you today because everything that that's inside you, you might be hesitant. Maybe, maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're like wondering if this is even true or not, but I got to ask you, what brought you to this place? What brought you to this place where you're, you know, you're listening to this right now and you're wondering, well, what brought me to God at the first place? Or maybe I'm an unbeliever and I'm wondering why am I even listening to this? I don't know if it's truthful or not. Let me tell you, friends, um, God says that he, brings us to the light and when things are exposed you start to see the you'll see the shame uh, the things that you might have done wrong and when you put it to the light it's something that you want to get rid of and the lord's really good about this and he says i will wash away your sins and i will cleanse you i will make you whole and then i will make an i will make you new i will take that stony stubborn heart and replace it with a new heart of flesh a new spirit Something new. You have to have faith. You have to hold on to something that's pure and that's good. That's that stood the test of time. And it's in God. It's in Jesus. There's no other way to the Father. There's no other way to get your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It says it over and over in the Bible that the only way is through His Son Jesus Christ because of what He did. If there was any other way, if there was any other way, why would He come down from His throne? And put himself subject to the abuse of sin and the ugliness. This was the only way, folks. This was the only way that could that could make it work. The only way. I don't know what story you have or what you've come from, but there is grace. And his miraculous saving power is extended to you right now. You have a choice. You have a choice out there. Wherever you're at, you could just call on the name of Jesus and let him know. 
that you want to surrender your life to him, that you want to open your space of your heart, your life. And don't be afraid, you know, because that transformation is a beautiful thing. If everything has gotten you nowhere, everything that you have, everything that you know has gotten you nowhere and you're you're just beating your head against the wall, why wouldn't you want to let go of everything that you that you know to be is truth and give God a try. Let his truth resonate inside you. Let his, let his, let his words renew your mind. Let him take a place inside of you where he's with you daily and he's your protector. There's a scripture I want to read to you. It's in second Corinthians six, two, and I'll close with that. Second Corinthians six, two, God says, I heard you at the right time and I gave you help on the day of salvation. Isaiah 49, eight, I tell you that the right time is now. The day of salvation is now. And I want to share that scripture with you is because you have a choice. This exact moment. And if you were wondering, what is it? What do I have to say? How do I pray? Do I just say that our father? Do I? You can say that our father. But it's a simple conversation that you would just have. And it would be, God, forgive me my sins. I want to change. I want to know who you are. I want to know no more about your son, Jesus, and what he did for me. I want to take the steps. I surrender my life in all areas. I receive this free gift, and I want to make something of my life. And I know that you are the redeemer of all things. So change me, transform me. It's basically a conversation you have, and the Holy Spirit will just take over from there, and he would just move in your heart and on your behalf to help you understand what God's plan is for your life. That's beautiful, man. That's that's uh that's exactly what I want from this segment. A special <laughs> word, man, because I feel like the Holy Spirit was definitely speaking through you, my brother. So I appreciate that. Good, 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 good word there. So, hey, man, if you want to close this out in prayer, and yeah, I'd appreciate it. Man. Hey, thank you again, Curtis, for having me on. It's uh, my pleasure. I just pray a, a blessing over your home and over you and your family. What you guys are doing and what you mean to people is amazing. You're doing God's work. I just thank you for doing that. And this is a special way of doing it. This podcast that you're thank doing you. here thank and you. what you do outside there too. So I just want to thank you, Father God, for this time that you've given us that we can join together and just be excited about your, your word, Lord God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit because it's so exciting, you know, and God, the, the peace and, and, and the, and the wisdom and everything that comes with it. It's like, God, what do I do with it all? And it's just like, I feel like I'm in a candy store and I, and I pray that every person here that is listening, Lord God, is just excited once more and just, you know, I, that they're excited to hear what it is that you, the good father has for them. I pray, Father, that they will surrender things that, Lord God, that, that may be hindering them, that they will make that choice today to say, you know what, I surrender all. And I want to give you, I want to give you my life, Lord God, completely. Maybe I haven't been living it right completely, but I know you're forgiving God. Help me to seek you out. Help me to live a better life, one that's pleasing to you, God. And I just thank you, Lord God. And I ask you that you would extend your grace and mercy to our listeners, Lord. Just bless them. Touch them where they're at in their situation, Lord God. Bring them peace in their situation. And I pray that, God, that the stirring of the Holy Spirit, if the transformation is taking place in them even now, Lord, I just pray that the scriptures would just give them hope, it will give them something that they can hold fast to and they can hold on to and, and, and just know your word to the promises that you've given us as your sons and daughters. God, I pray for our pastors. I pray for our church. I pray for all of our family members, Lord, that those that are out there that are lost, I just ask you, God, please 
Show them. Show them the way. Surround them with people that are men and women of God, that know your word, that would not be afraid to to show their faith to them, whether that be through demonstration or word, but being examples in the way they live, how they live out their life. I pray that their light shines bright in the darkness. God, I thank you for everything we have. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.